Lost living blockbuster, Bend, Oregon. Repeat, back up. I feel like I want. I wanted to mention. I talk about this right when I saw you post about it. Are they other uh, stand-up comedians? Yeah. That you were traveling with. Yeah, the two Nicks, Nick Lanier and Nick Meyer. And uh, yeah, I saw that you guys went to the last blockbuster. Is that from the last blockbuster, the shirt you're wearing? It says blockbuster. Yes. And it's the one where the, the documentary is about too. I came yeah. out. Um, so yeah, uh, we were, we just got done with the show and I thought I'd been to bed before, but I hadn't. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, we were about to leave. We had to get, go to get gas and Nick Meyer was driving. He was like, oh dude you guys want to check out the last blockbuster and i lost my shit elijah i lost it i was like oh yeah that's right that's here that's here yeah and so we we did it and i was just like i yeah the entire time i was just like dude this is this is the greatest day of my life like it's it's a running blockbuster and they have uh old school posters like they have posters of of hook and uh just shit like that it was awesome no way dude they got the poster for hook (laughs) but yeah no, the 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 sign like the actual book sign like the, one of the pictures where I, like we're holding on to it yeah. you zoom in that motherfucker sold that thing the the paint was chipping when we were taking the pictures i literally had like pieces of paint like old paint that was like stuck to my fingers and i was like i'm never washing these hands <laughs> but um yeah see oh i thought it's you guys cool. like harold and kumar to white castle with it like, no we're gonna make a trip to the last <laughs> blockbuster that's kind of what i imagined the adventure being like when you, i saw you guys post it. i was like oh my god that's funny you want to know something that wouldn't be a bad movie though especially because during the pandemic uh that was they turned that into airbnb yeah i saw that I, so for like a couple of weeks i saw that I yeah that would have been like, like you, had, you had their whole catalog to look through that you were able to watch and it was just like a big yeah theater type airbnb in this with all the yeah, snacks so- and movies that could be an interesting movie. It's like all set during the pandemic. <laughs> These guys are just stoner kids are trying to sleep at the last blockbuster. Yeah, they just want to be somewhere safe where they feel safe, which is blockbusters. Yeah, this is blockbuster. Oh yeah, zombie That's movie. Funny. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, I like that. We'll we'll talk about that later. How are you doing, Elijah? Uh, I'm doing good. Um, there's a lot to cover this week. There really is. The screen trailer dropped the day our episode dropped, so we didn't get to have a reaction or anything to that. So there's a lot mm-hmm. that happened since then too, which is insane because there's DC Fandom, yeah, which so was on many. Saturday. Oh my god, yeah, so much Batman. They got big updates on TV shows on HBO Max and stuff about what's coming there and stuff. There's a lot of DC stuff. It's like four hours almost of just DC news that they're doing now since last yeah. year. It's the second year they've done it. Yeah, it was very very. Very, very interesting. I watched most of it. Now, there's some stuff like the video game stuff and uh, the animated movies where I was kind of like, all right, I'm, I don't really. I mean, TV shows, I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not into that. Yeah, some of those, some of those I'm very mixed by. But if you're here, if you're new here, welcome to History of Popcorn. And if you're not new here, welcome back. Um, if you don't know what History of Popcorn is, we are your secret public movie club and we are a podcast for all things movies, including Movie news, movie reviews, and we just celebrate anything that's to do with movies. Isn't that right? Yes, it is. Yes, we are your hosts. I'm Elijah. I am Justin. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a DCOM to revisit today. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm very excited to talk about that movie. 
Yeah, so we've got a decom later with mom's got a day with a vampire. I have some screen theories that I'm going to throw at Justin. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a quick recap of DC fandom, which was on Saturday. And I'm going to talk about a biopic, Justin. And we teased an 80s remake from last week that we'll be covering. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. I love it. Oh, that's our episode. If you're excited for that, we are too. We'll yes. Stick around for that. I'm, I'm very um, excited. So within the last week, in the last seven days, Justin, we've had a lot of trailers and a lot of news, but I've been excited about this one for a long time. Is the Scream trailer finally dropped and we got footage of Scream. And it seems like a classic Scream movie. Like it looks like it's just all the same stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm okay with because it's, it's all about figuring out who's who and figuring out what's a spoiler and what's not. And um, I immediately took notes when I watched it because I was like, I have so many ideas already. There's already a cool. Um, do you already know who the cast is and stuff, and what the characters' names are and stuff? Um, n- not not really the new cast. I know Dylan Minnette, the guy that's mm-hmm. in Wallows and Thirteen Reasons Why, and Don't Breathe, which he is he's fantastic and Don't Breathe. But that's about it. I hope I hope that yeah I hope that he does a good job because he hasn't been uh doing like Thirteen Reasons Why. I feel like has ruined uh some of his career. But um, I'm looking at them now though, and it's good. To, I'm I'm just glad that um. We got the first, we got the main three back. The legacy. We got David Nev Campbell and Courtney Cox. Yeah. And dude, honestly, Dewey in this trailer, like usually if you watch like any other Scream trailer, like maybe they're like hiding some of it, but he's like a badass now. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was there's, I have a lot of theories about him. I mean, he's retired, so he's just like, like the part where he's like in the, like going down the, going down that hallway and he's like, yeah, they make him look way cool. I was like that. That that that's pretty badass. It's pretty badass. He's no Dewey longer bumbly Dewey, which no, is appropriate. No. And um, yeah, so he's retired. And uh, what's it called? So there's new characters. Dylan Minnette, who you were talking about, his character's name is Wes, and he's Ooh. named after Wes Craven. Interesting. So he's going to be a big part of the future, I believe. Um, I don't believe he's going to be a killer. But I'm just going to say that off the bat. They already have like a poll, like a thing that says who you think is going to die who the killer is on all the mm-hmm. new characters but wes is based on um wes craven oh. and he is the son of judy hicks who is the cop in the fourth one the blonde one with the lemon squares right yes with the so she squares. comes back yes. and there's a there's a there's footage of her or there's a scene of her flying down the road screaming in her cop car mm-hmm. like for like a couple seconds i think that's going to be her death scene I think she is going to be an early kill I, because uh, I um, it says that Ghostface is like talking to her saying that she, he's about to kill her, her son. And I think that's not going to be true. Mm. And then um, there's a character whose name is Vince, who's a good actor. His name is Kyle Gallner. I, I think you recognize his face. His okay. name is Vince. He's the guy with the muscle car in the trailer. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. I have a theory about his character. A lot of people are like, oh, well, we know he dies then because he got attacked. He gets attacked by Ghostface, but just about everyone gets attacked by Ghostface in this in this trailer. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that Vince is gonna be blackmailed by Ghostface himself. And he's gonna be like a, a face that we can follow of like all oh, this guy is gonna be like torn between doing the right thing and the wrong thing and not know. But he's not gonna know who the killer is either because he's being manipulated by Ghostface the Ghostface right. the killer, not the person under it. So that's what I think. Um that's one of my theories. And um, uh, there's a connection to Randy. 
in these char- the characters too. There's uh, Meeks Martin. Um, there's two characters who have the last name Meeks Martin, which is uh, Randy's sister's kids. So it's okay. her, his niece and nephew are in it, and they play twins. And that's Jasmine Savoy Brown and Mason Gooding. And uh, it's a stretch, but I think one of the one of the twins is the killer because they're mad that Randy got killed because of this legacy. Oh wow, well, Mason uh, Mason Gooding is uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. What? Yeah, it's interesting. I didn't know that he's up. He's up and coming, but I think he is one of the killers. I think he's the killer out of the two twins. I'm just going to throw that out there as an early theory. Okay. Okay. But cause he's like, I feel like they're going to be a little bitter about what happened to their uncle, Randy. And one of them is going to just be like, well, we have to move on and, and honor him kind of. And the other one's going to be like, no, we have to like avenge him kind of thing. But it's, I don't know. Cause there's, that's my theory, but yeah, they, they did him dirty. They did. They did Randy dirty in the second one. That was the worst part about that one. Spoilers yeah, basic, for people that yeah, don't know. They're basically going to be, the, I think the twins are going to be the conscience of the new audience of like, well, should we avenge Randy or not? Like, mm-hmm. how do we d- approach that? That's my theory. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like that's the, the thing is with um this trailer, I feel like that there's a lot of um scenes that they just shot for the trailer that aren't going to well, be maybe. in the movie. Because there's a lot of scenes where like people are like, you know, blood and like getting stabbed and stuff. And just seems like, like the f- opening scene. Yeah. I mean, like that probably I think she's going to end up surviving. Yeah. The first survivor of any opening scene. Yeah. I don't think they would go that. I don't think they would make that silly of a decision to show the entire like opening scene. I bet that's not even the opening scene, too, because that's the great thing about the screen movies that like they, they even when they are like kind of predictable, like the the fourth one got a little, little predictable. It's still fun. And, and, and there's still incredibly meta. Yeah. But there's still, even when it's predictable, there's still stuff that you don't see, you don't really see coming, which kind of, you know, contradicts that, but you know, you know what I mean? That's the good thing mm-hmm. about the screen movies that they, they're cliche of themselves, but they, they do, they do throw twists at you. And I think it's because of what they had to go through with scream two and three. Mm-hmm. And even four, but I mean, the like, people didn't really care once four came out, but, when Scream Two came was, showed, was filming, yeah. uh, they they had yeah they had a a, a whole script. They, they knew exactly what was going to happen. Randy wasn't going to die like that, but the reason why they did that was because there, there was script leaks. It was like the first the first movie that the entire script leaked online. So they were like, "Well, fuck, we got we got to we got to do something to freak the people out." And so we're like, mm-hmm. "We got we're going to kill Randy. We're going to bring in uh, the mom and shit." So completely changed the entire dynamic. And the same thing with the third one. So, you know, like, who knows what's going to happen with this? I know that they've already, the directors have already talked about, like, how it's been really challenging making the trailer in itself oh, yeah. because, you know, they didn't want to spoil anything. So that right there kind of says to me as well, like, okay, so I feel like most, some of the things in the trailers, it's like kind of what Marvel does too. Like, some of the things <laughs> in the trailers, they're, the, it's not really going to happen like that. But oh, it does yeah. look good, though. I mean, like, the only part that I didn't really like is the fucking... Uh, the line where, where uh, Nev Campbell, uh, 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 Dewey's like, uh, do you have a gun? Do you have a gun? And of she's course. like, I'm Cindy Prescott. Of course I have a gun. It's like, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, but all of the people, all the fanboys who are like, who are just like, ah. yeah. it's like 50-50. It could go either way. Yeah. But, um, I think, I think, uh, yeah, but I think it's awesome though. I mean, like, I'm glad that these guys are all back. It's like the only, it's the only franchise where like, 
seeing David Arquette and Courtney Cox is making me roll my eyes. You know, usually when mm-hmm. I see David Arquette or Courtney Cox and something, I'm always like, hey, they're really they're really trying something here. But they're just like, yeah, it's been a while. That's the thing about these screen movies that just those three, they just belong in this world. Uh, mm-hmm. So I got a question for you, though, yeah. because this is something that's been floating around. Do you think Matthew Lillard is going to come back? I do not think so. You don't? No. Too many early speculation of all of that always being a thing, I think, before even Scream 5 was around uh-huh. and this one was being made. And I think everyone kind of just kept wanting to hold on to that. So I don't yeah, think I, so. I, I, I remember when, when Scream 4 was coming out, everyone said that Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard yeah, were back. I remember Jamie Kennedy theories. I remember, I remember that there was a real, I think I said it on an earlier episode, there was a convincing theory that he was put on like witness protection or something or like, like became a recluse and made, started making tapes for people in the future. Yeah. never happened again. And so. Which honestly, like it's kind of a silly idea, but I mean, like it's not that bad of an idea, especially for that, that universe, you know, Mm -hmm. because the thing is, it sucked about me. Like we, we don't have to, I can go on about scream all for, we We, we can, we can do an entire episode of scream, which maybe we'll do sometime in the future once before this comes out. But, um, yeah. But Jamie Kennedy's character, that that's the only performance of his that's like so it's so good. And he, his character in the first one, even in the second one, even though I, I really hate how he dies. Um mm-hmm. I think that it's it's his character is the best. And they keep trying to, especially with the fourth one, they tried to have those two uh, one of the Culkin brothers and and uh one yeah. of the other guys, they tried to have them be the new versions, which didn't really work for me. Yeah. yeah, didn't really work for me, but uh I'm curious what, what this movie is going to do, because even though it shows us, it shows us quite a bit. It doesn't really show us all that much. It's not like one of those trailers <laughs> where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, cause like I said, I feel it's like a whole new world now though. Cause it's like, there's all these people now. It's like, who what yeah. are they all doing? Who are they? Exactly. And isn't that crazy that that one girl from in the Heights is in this and the she main looks, girl, yeah. she looks so much younger. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, man. No, it's, that's, that's, it's crazy how some people can nail it. Ben Plash takes some notes. Hmm. I'm gonna go every episode trashing Ben Platt. Like I'm gonna try yeah. to not, but I mean, like I feel like it's gonna be like me and uh, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller for a while. I had to mention them at least once. I think it's kind of a cool, cool, cool I'm very idea. Excited. That's my only theory. I'm just I don't. I'm very yeah, excited. yeah. I am too. We should just break down quick things about DC Fandom. Uh-huh. DC Fandom was DC's little uh, Comic Con virtual experience on their website, and they just have all the news of their upcoming properties and projects. I took notes of the main, like, big projects that are, like, mainstream film-related or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off with the most important, Justin. Um, DC's League of Super Pets is sure <laughs> the full trailer is coming November. They didn't even have, like, anything really to show. They're like, we have a trailer coming in November. That's about it. It and isn't that. The <sighs> character reveal of Kevin Hart and. Dwayne Johnson. That's really Isn't that just the stupidest thing you've ever seen, dude. Like it just it just shows like even with the good stuff that that came out of DC fandom, it just shows like even with with them like doing this kind of thing, it shows how much of a mess that universe is, and it's kind of frustrating because even like the good stuff, it's it's being like undermined by how stressful like they're they're dealing with this their their universe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they showed. Did you see the footage of Black Adam? I did. Looks pretty dark. 
Max Luka could be pretty good, actually. I like Pierce Brosnan. I know. I think you're mm-hmm. indifferent about him, aren't you? No, I like Pierce Bronson. I just don't okay. like it when he sings. Oh <laughs> yeah, Mamma Mia. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, it looks interesting. I'm I'm curious to see how dark Dwayne Johnson really goes. From the trailer, seems like he's gone pretty dark, which is kind of cool because mm-hmm. he's been attached to this for a really, 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 really long time. Yeah, so um, years. yeah, it's crazy to me. Um, so that's kind of cool. I want I want to see him go a different direction and. I don't really know why this has to be like a whole movie. I wish that like he was just in the new Shazam and was just a villain, but yeah, who knows really what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much about Black Adam of his relevance to everything DC, but I he's, guess it can be important. He's Superman level, I guess, but yeah, he's, he's know. just a uh, uh, Shazam's arch nemesis who used to be Captain yeah. Marvel, but um, yep, we yep, can't yep. use that. We can't say that anymore, but uh, that's why it's like, just kind of weird that they just, they've always wanted to do a, a solo thing. Um, it's kind of like when they released Venom, where it's like, I don't understand, I understand how that's gonna hold up, but you know, that movie's making a dick ton of money. So who who am I to say? Yeah, people like villains. Um, this comes out July 29th, 2022, Black Adam. They showed Aquaman stuff. I guess it's yeah. people are looking forward to that. Jason Momo is super pumped. Everyone's back. More Aquaman. Even, even the even the one I heard, I heard she was back. Yeah, yeah I heard. Yeah, um, for some reason, it's just I guess people. I don't know if I knew one thing. I know that Warner Brothers doesn't care about continuity, so they could just recast. But uh, yeah, let's see. We're also getting a live action Static Shock. Yeah. They oh, did. really? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan is producing Static Shock. I don't know if it's going to be an HBO Max movie or, but it's going to be a feature movie and um, be pretty sweet. They finally announced that it's going forward. Like it's been rumored for a while, but they finally announced it to the mainstream of DC fandom. Oh, um, that's going to be fun. There's not much news about that. I think they have. Do they have directors in there? I'm not sure. Um, doesn't, doesn't seem like it. They just kind of just announced it. Got a lot of Peacemaker stuff. We've got a trailer and sizzle reel of that. A lot of John Cena. Seems like it could be a goofy movie, but John Cena is kind of annoying. Yeah, in a way. I it's don't know. He reminds show. me of someone. He reminds me of a theater actor who doesn't know when he's on and off the theater, or like in and out of the theater. Like he's just really over the top. But like all, like I forgot who it was, but someone said every wrestler is a theater actor. You basically have to admit it. But that's true. Way more physical. That's way true. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. I love James Gunn and everything. That's January. But, that's coming up to you. That's really yeah. No, it came really fast. That's another thing. It's like it's a whole TV show that they produced in like less than not even a year. I, I wonder if it's like weekly and then it's like eight. I think it's like eight episodes or something. I think they said there's not that many episodes, but still, yeah, they it's made bizarre. It fast, it's, I it's, feel like. it, it, it did move pretty fast. And like we said, like I showed it to um, my friend who she she's a huge fan of the Suicide Squad. And um, she was like, I don't understand why they're doing uh, Peacemaker when they should be doing uh, uh, Idris Elba's character. Anyone else. I could do yeah. anyone. I yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. Because like for people that I know that they've seen it too, like no one has been, no one has said like John Cena was the best part of that. Clearly him and John Cena and, uh, and uh, why do I want to say yeah, James Gunn. I wanted to say Jude Law for a second. I don't know why. 
uh, James Gunn and clearly those two had a really fun time making the Suicide Squad. So who knows? I think he liked how committed John Cena was to the character. And I was like, cool, because he seemed like he was the most committed out of everyone. Well, yeah, he was the one that he was did like, all the press with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. He was dressed up as the peacemaker for every single thing that he did, which was kind of odd. Mm-hmm. Choice. I mean, if when you're a superhero, I don't are in the comic book universe, it only happens so often. So I guess he fanboy. He's a fanboy ultimately, but yeah. Like I think it was when we had an episode of Blanco, we're like, I don't know a single person who's like a John Cena stan who's like, I'm a John Cena yeah. fan. I have a shirt or some side some sort of merchandise of his. I don't know anyone like that, but. Yeah, there's that coming out. We also saw what do you think of the flash sizzle reel that they had? That was they another two flashes. One. They showed yeah. Supergirl. We got glimpses of Batman and Michael yeah. Keaton voiceover for the whole trailer the sizzle see, reel thing. That's the thing I'm most excited for is to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. But isn't it so weird that for a movie called The Flash, it, it just seemed like it should have just been called the, the Batman and Flash? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. It was mostly all Batman. It just seems like the movie is going to be the um because I know DC has been uh, spirit like Warner Bros and DC have been spearheading this one for a while just because they want to get rid of everything that Zack Snyder. Yeah, they want to reboot it. Yeah. So it's kind of a smart way to do it, you know. So I mean, like, it's it's yeah. I'm curious curious to see how it's going to be, but there's something I don't like about Ezra Miller anymore. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm with you on that. I don't think I like him. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I like him anymore either. He's just, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> he hasn't really done anything since. I know he's been like kind of tied into contract for this stuff, but. With, and like uh, the the Hogwarts stuff, whatever movies, what are those called? Yes. The uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beast movies he's done. Yeah. So he's just doing these, those two big characters and, or franchises, I guess. So yeah. He's it just sucks because I mean, like, belt. I wish that, yeah, I wish that he would do um, Indies or something. Stuff. Yeah, small stuff. Again. Yeah. Because I don't know, yeah, I don't there's know. something that I don't like about his attitude or acting anymore. He, I don't know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. because of what media has portrayed him as through leaks and stuff or just interactions, but I don't know what it is. I just don't like seeing him act anymore as the Flash. There's something about it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, like I remember mm-hmm. hearing like some, like he had some kind of education with somebody, but I, I'm really careful. I didn't know that. if that was, yeah, I didn't know if that was real or not still either. So yeah, I, I don't really care about that. Uh, but yeah. you know, it's it's just more. I don't know. Like Justice League is definitely better in Snyder's Justice League than he was in Whedon's. But even in Snyder's, like his comedic timing was just I don't know. It just seemed very forced. So mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't imagine. I feel like that's why they brought back like Michael Keaton's Batman, and they're like making this more of an ensemble because it seems like and that you can't hold a movie. too. They're yeah. all coming back. So there's like, and there's going to be two Barry Allens, which is a theory that one of them is the Reverse Flash, but. They should have called this movie like Flash Five or something instead of The Flash because, like you said, it's like an ensemble. So it's yeah. like there's five they of them. There's two Flashes, two Batman's, and a Supergirl. Yeah, five. I they don't know who else shows up, but they should have just called it a uh, uh, Flashpoint. It was originally supposed to be called Flashpoint. Yeah, it is Flashpoint. It's just that they're because they're rebooting it, and they're like, "No, we're not doing Flashpoint," but they're doing Flashpoint. They're, they're doing, doing a lot Flashpoint. of Flashpoint. It is Flashpoint, yeah. and and like <clears> having it <throat> be called, being called the Flash. Like I'm wondering how successful this movie is going to be. I think it's all just going to ride on. Michael Keaton appearing as Batman again. I feel like that because that's that's what the entire trailer was basically. Um, yes. it's 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 more on that because even when you look at the title for the Flash, like dude, the general audience can be so confused because there's already a Flash that that they know and love, 
And they're looking at this one. They're being like, wait, what, what's like, I can't imagine for people that really have no idea. Casual views. Same thing with our, with our, with, with the other movie that we were going to talk about too. Like, I feel bad for them because you know, it's, it's, it's so confusing now. It's not like Marvel where everything's just set and you know, there's so, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's strange. It's strange. DC. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I, 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 the more I see the stuff about the flash movie, the more I'm let, the less I'm excited about it because I was, the flash is one of my favorite DC characters. I just don't like the interpretation of Ezra Miller. And I don't like the way it's going, the direction it's going, honestly, the way it looks, but we'll see. Cause that's a very, small sizzle reel they said they couldn't have a trailer or teaser or anything really except that that what they showed so we'll see what it what happens um we're also getting an hbo max batgirl movie which they announced the casting for which is another in the heights character that we were talking about i forgot where her name is off the top of my head they announced that they're officially in pre-production which means they're casting and stuff again so they recently announced that jk simmons is returning so that just makes it even more confusing about what universe this is in Oh, yeah, God. and they're also saying Batman is going to show up, and so we don't know which Batman that's going to be. If it's Commissioner Gordon, that means Ben Affleck would have to show up. But I don't know what to oh, expect. God, oh dear Lord, yeah, this is just stressful. Good <laughs> Lord, Leslie Grace, oh the girl that played uh, Anina in, in the Heights. Yes, she's our dude. Yeah, girl. no, that is so daughter of J.K. Simmons. So. Oh, I don't know God, what to expect man. or what universe that is. Like you were saying, we don't know for the casual viewers. Everyone's going to be like, where does this fall? How is this? Um, yeah. I'm excited for Batgirl, though. I just don't know how it's all going to fit together anymore. See, you know, that's that's what I mean, though. Like, that's that's the thing that sucks so badly about their decisions on this is that, like, it's it's like you're just you're just you're shooting yourself in the foot because, I mean, like, I wouldn't mind seeing a Batgirl movie, too. But if it's going to be in that universe i don't know who know the, the flash movie is going to be the thing that's going to kind of yeah we got to wait and uh, see where this all goes because um yeah what because that could be that could be that universe but then we have the pattinson which i think that they're trying not to you know that, uh, we'll, that. we'll get to that oh, okay yeah um they gave a shazam sizzle reel and they introduced lucy lou and helen mirren as bad guys I was very excited yeah. to see Lucy Liu on the big screen again. I haven't seen her in a big movie in a long time. Yeah. I recently saw her in that rom-com Netflix movie. Set it up. Yeah. That's Rob actually a really funny one. I watched yeah, it for times. It's really funny. Um, so yeah, that's that's something to look forward to if you like Shazam. It looked interesting. Um, I'm excited for Adam Brody. I think Adrian Brody. Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Yeah, his He's hair looks it. weird though. Oh, it's really long. Hair. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll address it, but yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is something I noticed in the brief like amount of footage that they showed. I'm like, whoa, that's yeah, a, an ice odd. cream, ice cream hair. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I uh, I have a feeling that Black Adam's definitely going to make an appearance in Fury of the Gods, but who knows? I wasn't a big fan of the maybe. first Shazam. Yeah, not gonna lie, I'm a, Shazam. That is okay. Shazam: The Monster Society of Evil which uh very underrated comic book series um was the first comic that i ever got and i loved that and then when they casted zachary levi as shazam i was like okay that's gonna be weird Mm -hmm. but the movie wasn't bad it's just it's just i don't think it was i think it could have been better but seeing the trailer or seeing whatever the, the sizzle reel that we got here i'm curious i'm curious how it's gonna go i just yeah 
I like Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu being being bad people though, because that I I was I was not expecting that at all. I didn't even know Lucy Liu was in it. I forgot. I had no idea. Wonder Woman three was announced. So yay mm. by Patty Jenkins. She's doing Wonder Woman three. Um, and then finally the next big big main thing was that they finally showed a new trailer for the Batman. It was the trailer that they showed at CinemaCon and the sizzle reel that they showed at CinemaCon that we mentioned a couple episodes ago. But we finally got our eyes on the footage ourselves. And what did you think of the new Batman? Are, are you still excited for it? Hell yeah. No, this is the best. This is the, this is the one I feel the most badly about. I think it's still going to be a huge success because it because for anybody that was saying that Robert Pattinson is wasn't going to be that good. Like this, this trailer just proved everybody wrong like he just he just looks like him he feels like batman his hair still looks weird (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but um it looks awesome and i love how they haven't showed the riddler's face yet but they showed a lot of the penguin colin Farrell is the yeah that's like probably like all of his scenes i feel like because he like we said we didn't shoot that much of the of the movie but i just like how they're setting up his character that's why i feel bad for i feel bad for this movie because it seems like warner bros even though, I don't know, it just seems like that they're not really riding on this one. Like, it doesn't really seem like they want to do that much more with it. Really? It feels like it's going to be like a one and done thing. I don't know. I, 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 think, I think it's setting up a new trilogy. I think it's honestly. going to set up, an, I, I think it's going to be really good. And it's going to make them new think about, trilogy. That's what it's going to make them think about their decisions. Because if they were going to do a Batgirl movie, they should have had Jeffrey Wright, Commissioner Gordon, whatever. But um. Exactly. That's why I'm like, that's an interesting choice that they're going with J.K. Simmons. But hey, I don't know. But hey, who knows? Uh, but it's still like it, it looks <laughs> absolutely amazing. I just don't want them to set up all this stuff. Yeah, like I'm worried about like how many characters are in it. I just don't want them to set up all this stuff just for Warner Bros. to be like, all right, that was fun, but we're we're we're, we're sticking with uh, this weird flash shit here and one and Wonder Woman. And yeah, people like Ke- odd, they, people want to see stuff. Keaton's first. They don't really care about yours. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. Hopefully, they like. I kind of hope in the long run, DC live action films end up like DC animated films, where they're like, yeah, yeah. there's like there's like three Robert Pattinson movies that are going on at the same time, but there's also like two Keaton movies going on that people can follow, and that's like that's what I'm excited for. That when they can finally just start doing that once it's all established, and I think that's gonna happen after the Flash. So we'll see. Yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully this. But but honestly, like the Batman trailer fucking made me lose my mind. It was so good. This is probably one of the best, one of the best trailers I've seen mainstream trailer I've seen in a, in fucking who knows how long it was so good. And every single shot of it is like a painting. It's, it's, it looks like a gorgeous movie and the mm-hmm. cast is fantastic too. We get a lot of Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman as well, which looks like more, they're going to yeah. have a, they're going to have like a nice little romance thing. I'm excited for that. Dude, yeah, no, it, it, it all looks really, really, really fucking good. And and Robert I expect Pattinson's, nothing less from yeah. the team that's bringing it. I expect yeah, no, Matt less. Reeves, Matt Reeves, definitely, man. He brings it. He hasn't done anything, anything bad quite yet. Let's get into some quick movie news before we get into our decom. Then, so that was DC Fandom from Saturday. All the, like, there's some other news that were dropped, like about games and TV shows and stuff. But we just followed the mainstream movie news of it of what's going to be on the big screen and what's not and all that so justin last week i talked about an 80s reboot mm-hmm. would you like to know more about this 80s reboot? 
I, I'm very curious. Um, I'm going to be honest. I never saw the original. It's on okay. my list. It's one of those movies that's on my list. But um, it's from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, God, it so has nervous. two actors attached, but it's the Lost Boys reboot, the vampire oh. movie. Oh, okay. Oh, so I was very nervous. <laughs> it has Noah Jupe, who played young Shia LaBeouf in Honey Boy, and Jaden Martell, who changed his name. He's changed his name a couple times now. His name is Jaden Martell now. He plays um, Bill Denborough, the kid version from It. Okay. And he's also in um, Knives Out a little bit. But um, right. they're the new leads. Um, and for those of you, do you know what Lost Boys is basically? It's vampires, right? Yeah, it's a cheesy-ass uh, a vampire film starring... Um, uh, the Corys. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was both of them. Corey Hyde and Corey Feldman are both in it. Oh, okay. And Chris well, Sutherland. We um, yeah, we got Keith Sutherland. We also have um, uh, Jason Patrick, who also starred in Speed Two Cruise Control. Um, <laughs> and we also had a uh, Diane Weist. I had a lot of people, and it was also Weist. Joel Schumacher's like first big hit. Like that's yeah, kind of what. Yeah, it's kind of what brought. And it's okay. It's cheesy as hell. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's why they want to make another one because they they like the story. It follows two boys who move to California. They're lost. Beach Town specifically. And uh, their mother gets involved with a gang of stylish bikers who happen to be vampires. It kind of sounds like Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire, which we just watched. (laughs) But um, we'll be talking about that later. So, But I like those two actors. The two boys are going to be Noah Jupe and Jane Martell. Those are both really good up and coming actors. Like I'm excited to see where they're going to go in the future. yeah. So yeah, that was the '80s reboot we were talking about last week. Waiting into there's not much to say about that because I haven't seen the original, so I don't have too many opinions. I'm excited for another vampire movie, I guess. But um, let's see. Um, I mentioned a biopic. You did um, to you. This might. This is interesting to me. Uh, we're getting a Helen Keller biopic, which um, oh, huh. yeah. Which is oh. uh, it's it sounds like it's going to be definitely for awards season. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be pretty um interesting story. It takes place in the 1900s, of course, when she was alive. It's called um Helen and Teacher, and it stars uh the um daughter from A Quiet Place, one and two. She's going to be oh. playing Helen Keller. Well, isn't she already uh, deaf? She is deaf. Yes, so yes. she's going to be playing Helen Keller, and I think that's going to be a really cool role for her because they also have a person who plays her translator i believe um and sullivan who is her translator and companion who is going to be played by rachel um bron bronson bronson how do you say that name she is i believe and she's from the marvelous miss mazel i believe oh yes yes she is Mrs. oh Maisel. her and i her and i have the same birthday look at that yeah Panthers. i don't know how to say her last name bronson Han. Yeah, bro, uh, Brosenham. Yeah, so yeah. they're making a movie about her, and it seems like very interesting. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like exactly mm-hmm. what you said. This sounds like a an Oscar Beatty movie right there. But at least they got you know. Whenever I hear that they're going to do biopics like that, I get I get I get I just get like second embarrassment. I get nervous. But since it's like going to uh, the girl from Quiet Place who's already hearing impaired, it's like okay, cool. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a step in the right direction, kind of right there. Because wasn't Helen Keller blind and deaf? Yeah, and she she became a. So never mind. She can't do it. She's not blind. I'm just kidding. 
she became a really big political voice and it's going to follow that of her early years at, uh, at Radcliffe College of Harvard University when her rapidly expanding worldview and sexual awakening brings her to, into direct conflict with the more conservative Sullivan, who is, I believe, her translator. Mm. Oh, so it's about mm. two people who have to work together but have contrasting views. Mm. Uh, we, I've never seen that before. <laughs> some call that drama yeah <laughs> so that's something to look forward to i'm happy for that actress because she's I, I when i was just excited for the sequel for quiet place i watched a lot of interviews with her and how passionate she was about acting so i'm excited i for still haven't um seen that. i still haven't seen part two it's worth watching it's it's not a horror movie like the first one and as like creative but it's more of a monster flick of just like okay I'm just mm-hmm. going to go for a ride. It's less groundbreaking, but it's still a quiet place. So it's good. Um, let's see. I have two more movies that I want to talk about real quick before we get into our decom. Um, these are both going to probably sound a little strange to you, but I'm going to just go based on title. Which one do you want to hear about first, Justin? Would you rather hear about Cat Person or would you rather hear about Sniff? <laughs> Mm. I'm more of a dog person. Sniff sounds like it'll be more about dogs than cats. So let's go with Sniff. Uh, okay, Sniff. <clears throat> this is considered a stylish reinvention of the film noir. Okay. Okay. And this is the cast um, Morgan Freeman, Al Pacino, Helen Mirren, and Danny DeVito. And uh, it's from the director of the, his name's Taylor Hackford. He's the guy who did Ray with Jamie Foxx, which is an interesting choice. This film follows Detective Joe, who's played by Freeman, and partner William, who's played by DeVito, as they investigate a high-end luxury retirement community after the mysterious deaths of two of its residents. What starts out as a normal case quickly turns strange as the detective duo uncover a hidden underworld of sex, drugs, and murder controlled by senior living community kingpin Harvey, played by Pacino, and his uh, femme fatale enforcer, the spider, played by Helen Mirren. Mm. Sounds like this, this could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Morgan Freeman and Danny DeVito are partners. The retired detective partners oh. who are investigating a retirement home after deaths. I want that now. I want and that. Now. Al Pacino's a, a retirement home kingpin, they said, who was in charge of the sex, drugs, and what is the other word? Murder. <laughs> Rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That too. That too. Um, yeah, it sounds like an exciting movie, but the director said he's really excited to bring it more of a noir driven type comedy. And the last movie that he did was very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Taylor Hackford, the comedian. What was the last one? The comedian with uh, Rob De Niro. Oh yeah, he's like a yeah. insult comic who uh, <laughs> just just goes around and just just says things. <laughs> like, you know, you just know, wanted to see Robert De Niro say all this stuff, probably. We, Robert De Niro, like it was like a passion project for him for a long time, and oh, Jeffrey Ross wrote the script. If you know him as the the roast master general. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was a very bizarre movie. It wasn't terrible, but it was very bizarre. Uh, him and Leslie Mann have sex in it, which is kind of weird to see. And uh, 
Yeah, that was like like uh, yeah, he hasn't really done all that much. Like he's he's just been pretty pretty low key. So it's good to see him back uh, to do something like that. You know, but that sounds great though. It's a great cast. I just I I want to see Danny DeVito in a big role again when he was yeah, in um, not a kids movie. Yeah, I was just gonna say when he was in Jumanji, the new the second Jumanji movie with him and Danny Glover. I was like watching their scenes together, and I was like, dude, why the fuck? Why can't we get a movie with just these two? The last movie news that I have is for a project that I was going to talk about a couple weeks ago, but um, I decided not to because just more projects have come up, but more casting has been announced for this movie. And uh, I'm, it's on my um, list of projects that I'm going to be looking forward to. It's called Cat Person. It's based off a short story that was um, published in the New Yorker in 2017 and went viral for a long time. Um, it's... Uh, the movie synopsis says it's a, the brief relationship between a 20-year-old sophomore college student named Margo and an older man, Robert, who is a regular at the movie theater where Margo works. And it stars Nicholas Braun as the main character and a girl named Amelia Jones, who I haven't heard of. But I'm excited because I'm a big fan of Nicholas, Nicholas Braun. And the story was pretty intriguing um, uh, Nicholas Braun. after I read a little bit about it. But yeah, Nicholas Braun is from... Succession. He's in uh, Zola. He was in a couple. He was what was the other movie season? He's in a few other projects. Hey, no, he. You can't forget about the movie we we reviewed on History of Popcorn. Oh, yeah, Minute Man. He's in Minuteman. Yeah. yeah, and the director of this movie, though, Justin, is one of the writers of Booksmart, or the writer. Love it. Yeah, one of the Love writers it. of Booksmart. Um, and she's directing it this time. This this movie, and I'm interested because it's going to be. It's considered a thriller, like dark comedy type movie about a guy who just switches gears about who he is as a person mm-hmm. as she learns who this guy is. And I'm excited to see Nicholas Braun play this type of character. I don't want to spoil the story for people, but um, you can read it on the New Yorker. They have the whole thing on Wikipedia. You can find a lot of places to read what happens in cat person, but it's going to be an interesting thrill ride. I believe in my opinion, those are my words, but um, <laughs> they added Michael Gandolfini um, to the cast, who I am excited for to be an actor in the future. And they also added Liza Koshy, who is a YouTuber, I guess, mm. or Viner. So that's going to be one of her big, big movies that are coming out. Good for her. She's been in Netflix stuff. But um, yeah, Cat Person. I'm excited Cat for this person. movie to be on my list. Yeah, no, I'm definitely probably going to read that short story. Yeah, and a lot of controversy came out behind the author and stuff about how they wrote it. So you can look into all that. I don't know how they're going to integrate it into this into a movie, but I'm excited for it. Yep, I am excited for that movie. Those are all the movie news we have for this week. We covered Scream, DC fandom, the reboots. Yeah, now we just have a decom to revisit. Justin, mom's got a date with a vampire. Yes. Would you like to do the theme song for this one? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Decom revisited. TM. Woo. So yeah. Mom's got a day with a vampire came out in 2000, Justin. How old are we? Since? Uh, five. Yeah. Cause it was like probably the end of the year. So five. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like this movie a lot. For those who don't know or didn't catch up with us or revisit it with us, Mom's Got a Day with a Vampire Falls, the Hanson kids, on a weekend where they're about to have major plans. Um, 
Adam is about to go see a band called Headless Horseman with his best mm. buddy, who was, I think the kid was in, um, the kid was in uh, Degrassi, right? Uh, yes, he was. His best friend. Yeah. So they're going to go to a concert that weekend. And uh, his sister, Chelsea, is going to, I think, a Harvest Festival that weekend with her friends, I believe, or with a, ma- with a boy. She going with a boy? Uh, yeah, she wants to go with her boyfriend, Peter, who we Peter. never see. Yeah, we never ever see him. That's why I was like, is there another? Pr- why is she? Yeah, so she's going to the Far- Harvest Festival that weekend. And um, unfortunately, they both get in trouble and get grounded. And so they just devise a evil plan to set their mom up on a date for that weekend. Uh, and then enabling them to be able to sneak out unnoticed. And uh, their delight is cut short when the brother, Taylor, the youngest brother, Taylor, su- suspects that mom is on a date with a vampire <laughs> and yes. uh, that's my best uh, synopsis of it and everything goes downhill from there like uh, a lot of stuff happens in this movie a lot more than I remembered I'm like are they because I remember when I was watching this movie I remember the sequences at the house at mm-hmm. the end or the mansion at the that's, end that's all I remember too I remember that very clearly so i was like are we about to go there because i remember i was like i'm going to remember what happens when we get to that point and they a lot of stuff happens because you follow this uh the mom on the date the whole time Mm -hmm. um yeah i i uh uh, i thought this this movie had the best cast mm -hmm. of any decom that we've seen so far in my opinion yeah i think matt Uh, o'leary he plays adam and uh laura Vandervoort, however you say her last name, who plays Chelsea. Those two had such great chemistry with each other. And uh, Lynette, uh, Caroline Ray, who plays the mom, that the, uh, her like her journey throughout the movie, I thought was actually pretty cool and interesting. Like how she she even has like a, a she says like uh, to Dimitri, the, the the mysterious man, uh, yes. Charles. Charles Shaughnessy or something like that. The nanny guy. Yeah, nanny Shaughnessy. Dude. Shaughnessy. There we go. Um, she says that she, she thanks him for, for reminding her who she loves the most. And he's like thinking like, Oh, she's talking about me. And she's like, no, 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 not you myself. Like you're cool. And everything. Yeah. She falls in love with herself again. Yeah. Like, and she, she does. She like literally does not give a flying fuck about Dimitri. And Dimitri is just like, All right, I'm just going to do what I should have done in the beginning. And just yeah, like, that's when he finally forces the trance yeah. on her. He's so like, let's talk about how dumb this vampire is. He does some stupid ass shit. It's like he had so many opportunities because it kind of seemed like, in a way, that it kind of seemed like, okay, so is he going to actually like fall in love with her or something? Like, is he like liking that she's like, is he going to turn into a good guy? Yeah. But then uh, right when she's like, oh no, I love myself, Dimitri's like, all right, fuck the shit. Um, so yeah, that was nice for too nice for too long. He thought, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to eat you now. And, uh, and you're going to live with me for, for forever. I'm going to be uh, honest. You were talking about the casting of Matt O'Leary as Adam. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I I wrote pretty early on that he reminded me of you right away. Cause (laughs) when they, when they first introduce him, he's watching it. Like one of his favorite vampire movies, like a sequel or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he begins quoting the movie uh, to his sister while she's on the phone just to annoy her. And he's doing it like verbatim. And I, think yeah. I was like, this this guy reminds me of Justin. <laughs> and so I just had to mention that. So if you guys watch it, 
<laughs> I hope you guys see Justin too and what I and I see what I saw. Uh, but um I was I wish I was as cool as he was when I was 13. <laughs> but uh cuz he's a pretty cool kid. He's vampire obsessed, dude. He's vampire obsessed. Yeah, it cracks me up. These the all these Disney Channel movies, there's always one person that has just a strange obsession with something and like like over the top and like makes over the, the top. character. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh, this yeah, this can't be any other movie. It's like if this wasn't a vampire movie, this would make no sense to me. <laughs> it's like he because he reads like the National Enquirer equivalent called like the the weekly secret about vampires living and he reads an article about Malachi Van Helsing, who's the modern yeah. oh. Van Helsing of our generation. He's like, he's real. So he reads this article online and that's when he decides to go to www.malachivanhelsing.com because he thinks I'll just Google the name or just type in the name as a website and it takes him exactly where he needed to be. Don't you miss those days, the early 2000s, where all the things you just typed as www.iwanttoseethis.com. <laughs> I like how it was doing the dial-up. Yeah, the huge computer. That's another thing I liked is when they send the email of, they use, they use the same magazine, this like National Enquirer like magazine, for, to find a dating suitor for their mom. And they email this guy named Wolfsbane. And... When the email goes through, it gets sent to another huge, huge computer as it would the year 2000, I guess 1999 when they filmed it. But And then right, it pans out and you think it's going to be in an office room and it's right next to an, an ancient looking, looking coffin. coffin. <laughs> and it is one of the weirdest looking images I, or sets I had ever seen. It's this like old Victorian vampire coffin and there's just huge computer right next to it. Yeah. It's like so he didn't funny. have anything else in his room except his coffin and a computer. Yeah, those are the only two things in his bedroom. Cool, dude. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it with my friend, <laughs> and that was the first like laugh out loud. Like I was watching while she was like kind of cleaning her house a little bit, and um, that was the first like laugh out. Like she was folding laundry. And, like we saw that where like you see the computer yeah. that pans out, and there's the fucking coffin, and you see it just open, and you see like the puffy shirt that Jerry Seinfeld wears in Seinfeld. Yeah, and it goes over. Oh, it. dude, so goddamn funny. We laughed. That's so the, those hard. are the only two things vampires need: is a dark coffin dark room co- with a computer. Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, and he lives next to a <laughs> lake too, which doesn't make any sense because you know, like vampires hate water. But hey, fuck it. <laughs> um, um, dude, no, that he. I, it's more luring for women, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, that's I, I, I presume. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I love that dude's performance, though. That guy's performance was hysterical. But yeah, no, his performance was so fucking funny to me, especially towards the end. Like, it, like, the all movie, of his yelling stuff. I remember in the so deep, good. deep parts of my brain. Yeah. Or when he throws the, the, the baseball oh, at yeah. his head and he like turns yeah. around, he's like, <laughs> and then he, yeah. like, I remember that when I was a kid. I remember that part actually made me like scared when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was oh, actually, God. But that's the thing about his character is that like, he's so. He's wacky, but he's still kind of intimidating. But he makes some, he makes, because it's a Disney Channel movie, of course. So it's the decisions that are made aren't going to be the most realistic. We're not watching, not, yeah, not fully motivated, but yeah. Yeah. But, uh, dude, the part like where Van Helsing, who's played by Lizzie McGuire's dad, um, comes, bursts through the house and he flies to him. And all's, all uh, Lizzie McGuire's dad does is move. 
<laughs> and so he falls and so he gets back up he flies again and the other thing he does is shut a door <laughs> and yeah. then he takes out the wooden stake mind and, you this is happening at super speed too dude yeah no the the, the slow-mo no, and super he just speed. Shoot, close the door yeah <laughs> dude the slow-mo at the end when like they trap him in the coffin oh yeah it goes on for a lot so longer than i thought hard. yeah yeah no he and 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 he's like get out of the way or something he said yeah something. just like this way is so, early that was the only performance honestly i thought he was awful and i thought he was totally miscasted <laughs> uh what's the guy's name again he was also revenge of the nerds robert robert Carradine. Carradine. yeah yeah he was he was just like i know what he was trying to go for but it just didn't work and compared to like because honestly, everyone else besides like the, the the younger brother too, I thought that he was kind of annoying. But you have to expect <laughs> those. But like the main four people, like Matt O'Leary, Laura Vandervoot, Caroline Ray, and Charles Shanassy, I thought all of them did such a great job. Like they knew, yeah. like I the, that's what I love about these decoms that the the ones that they know. Okay, we're like this isn't we're not making anything groundbreaking here. This they is jump just, right in, yeah. Yeah, it's just a silly movie, but um, yeah, they all just delivered. They all did a great job. Like the part where they go to the restaurant because the younger brother Taylor mm-hmm. th- he knows that Dimitri is a vampire because Dimitri decides to turn to a bat right in front of the grocery Full store. Full on the bat, and the kid's yeah. scarred for like a couple yeah. minutes. Because yeah. the next scene, he's just like sitting there looking off into the vast nothing while his siblings so. get ready. Yeah, for the for the to leave him home alone, and he's just like scarred from what he saw. Yeah, understandably so. And yes. so he um he calls or he uh he runs away to 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 try to stop Dimitri from taking over uh on his own their, their no one's gonna believe him. Yeah. And so they go, they chase after him, and then uh Dimitri does like the spoon trick, which he makes up to like if 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 I drop the spoon. Yeah, they're like, the all right, on, we'll just we'll prove to you it's not a vampire, he says. So we just yeah. straight up go during the date that their mom's on and be like, Hey, are you a vampire? Yeah, like I know. It's so, <laughs> so silly. Like, okay. Yeah, the thing that made me laugh so hard though was um, when he looks through the mirror and he's gone, he literally looks back and forth six times. <laughs> I liked how they did that on the way out, but yeah, they did use. No, it was that, a clever that a lot. It was, was a like, clever yeah. part, but yeah, he does he does it so many times, and I'm like, we were laughing so He's hard. Got to really figure it out, yeah. So I kept on replaying it. So we just kept, and you can tell too that it's not like the same. You can't, you can tell that it's not like one shot of him just doing that. It's like the same shot repeated, like over and over mm-hmm. again, and it's just a very odd choice. But um. Oh, I really like this movie. Dude, no, that kid, Adam, Adam is such a, he's going to be a fantastic con artist one day because he can, he weasels his way out of so many situations. Like besides, you know, like when um uh, he has the coffin, he has the upper hand, then he grabs on the sister. That was a dumb decision. They should have both gone the coffin, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but uh, like, even when he's in school and like, he flat out, like he's like taking, taking the article for as a, as a, as an essay and then he just flat out just calls himself out. No, it's from this. The teacher doesn't like he doesn't even get in trouble for that. The teacher was just like, Yeah, God damn it. Because even she was like, God damn it, this kid, this kid just flat out told me that he lied. I want wanted to get him in trouble. And uh when he's uh when he's like talking like to the bouncers when they're at that club, 
Uh, did you notice that every Disney Channel movie ha- like has to require somebody singing for a long time, long period of time? Yeah, there's a lot of music. It's like in the Disney contract that there's like music sequences. It feels like because yeah, yeah. it's like when they when they put her on a stage. I wrote like, okay, this is a good way to kill three and a half minutes. <laughs> that, have one music segment. Did you know though that band before, uh, uh, the band that was on before she went on? I was like, why do they look so familiar? They were also the band that were in the mask. Oh wow! Yeah, That's super random. Interesting connection. I know. I, I kept on looking at the dude, and I was like, "What the fuck is he from?" And then I, I realized, "Oh, dude, he's the they're the band from the mask that like spins around." Anyways, That's nice. But, That's a cut. a cool. That's a cool connection. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting little tidbit. But um, but yeah, the, like going back to Adam's like fucking weaseling and uh, uh his smooth talk and his, his way out of situations like there's this bouncer he's like hey you're not supposed to be in here it's like well that's my mom he's like oh you're that your mom's like a legend around here you're still not yeah. allowed to be in here he's yeah. like well i'm only in here because like there's just like this weird dude that's like looking at her and immediately the dude's like that guy oh don't you worry about it stay right there you're fine and you know what have a drink hey you need a cigarette kid you're like <laughs> adam exactly. gets whatever he wants in this yeah he just put blame dimitri for stalking but he's but he gets kicked thing. out, violently kicked out too. Violently they throw him out. out of the club and he falls into the two bikes that the kids brought. And it's like one of the most violent like nightclub kick out, kick out <laughs> scenes I've seen in a while. And like, I was like, wow. And that's the scene. That's the scene yeah. where it was groundbreaking when they showed him climb up the wall for the <laughs> first time, like straight up vertically, just walked. And I was like, I remember seeing that in the trailer after the movie had come out and they're like started to do repeats. Mm-hmm. They started to put that in the promo footage, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, it's cool." Yeah, do you know? Overall, I think that this is definitely, definitely at the top. Not gonna lie, like I was excited was really good, to yeah. rewatch this movie, but I was expecting it to be like now you see it because remember when I was really excited to watch now you see it, <laughs> and then we watched. I was it really was excited like, to see it, and yeah. now I saw it. Yeah, and that was an awful, <laughs> awful, awful movie. So that's why I was worried about this one. It was like, goddamn. And I was at my friend's house too. And I was like, I, I have to watch this movie before I, before I do this. So I was like, like, do you mind? She was like, no, no, I love, I love Disney channel movies. So let's just do it. And we were mm-hmm. both like, this is actually like, this was, this is a lot of fun. Like we had a blast Yeah. right after we watched smart house. Oh, that's a good one. Um, yeah, we do. And by the way, we need to do that one soon. Cause talk about, yeah, we'll do movie. that. That movie's scary. I don't know why, but that seems like a spring movie. Um, what would you give the nostalgia rating for Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire? Oh, I would once again, I would give it a solid ten out of ten because there are a lot of scenes in this where, where like I, it, it brought me right back, like it, and me and I'm like I'm doing this for my for for my friend too. Oh yeah, we're only going to five now, huh? Oh, it's out of ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. We like switched it from five because we were both um uh like like most of the scenes that were in it, we were both kind of like, oh yeah, that's. That's right. That that yeah, it brought back a lot of a lot of memories. But my actual mm-hmm. rating, I would give it, I would give it a seven point five out of ten. It's a solid, stupid, yeah. fun time, and um, it's still not perfect. I don't think we're ever gonna get anything close to Brink, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my friend, she had like a lot of like a lot of ideas for us to go to, but I was like, we need to. We'll get to that soon. Um, my nostalgia rating for it would be like a nine out of ten. I thought it was really reminiscent of childhood. Like whenever something I remember really clearly, I was like, "Ooh, I remember that." <laughs> but uh, my real rating was probably like a six out of ten because there's like some 
there's some stuff that I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. it is, it is, it is pretty, pretty goofy at sometimes, but, and I, I, I felt the length, even though it's only like an hour and 10 minutes or something, but I was like, they're still doing stuff. <laughs> I'm well, surprised I they felt feel, the, like, found stuff to do. Right. I felt, I definitely felt the length um, when they were at the club, that mm-hmm. entire sequence. I was like, wow, we're still here, huh? But everything else I thought was pretty well paced. Oh yeah. I, I would definitely watch it again. Like, yeah. This is this is our tenth decom visit. Look at us, dude. We're fucking killing it. Cool. Yeah, that's uh-huh. uh that's our decom revisited. Um hope you guys join us for the next one. Uh I think that's our whole episode. Yeah. I do believe. Um I do declare. We have some notable ep- or some notable releases this weekend. Justin, are you gonna try to see any of these? Uh let's hear them. Mm. Are you going to try to see Dune, Ron's Gone Wrong, or The Harder They Fall? That Netflix Western movie. I'm definitely seeing Ron's Gone Wrong. Zach Galifianakis has come back. Uh, actually, that, that, that actually does look cute. But um, It does, yeah. I'll, I'll, probably, I like I'll probably end up watching Dune. Probably. Dude, but I mean, it's hey, on also, HBO, so it comes out a day early on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah very true. Yeah. Thank you guys for checking out this week. Um, follow us on Spotify and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and subscribe on YouTube and tell your friends and um, click that bell. Click the bells because we post sometimes that are not on Tuesdays. Sometimes we post yeah. extra stuff that you guys don't see on YouTube. So if you're listening on Spotify, subscribe on YouTube because we have exclusive content on that that is not on Spotify. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else, Justin? Um, no. I think that I think that that did it. All right, dude. Oh cool, yeah. I'll talk to you soon then. Yes, sir. Let us know what you guys are watching. Have good weeks. Until next time, guys. Goodbye. (laughs) I don't know how to say goodbye to people properly every week. (laughs)